Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to Drive Through HR. It is September 28th, 2020, and we are nearing the end of our month of Snackable HR. We're building up to our 1500th episode to be aired later this week. And throughout the month of September, we've had some fantastic guests coming in and sharing some nuggets of wisdom and some informational advice and ideas for those of us working in the in the HR space. So today's guest I am um, really thrilled to have with us. Um, he's been a previous guest on Drive Through HR. We're glad to have him back. And it's Caleb Fullhart. Now, Caleb is the founder and CEO of Paradis Group and serves as their managing partner for the HR and technology practice, where, by the way, I am lucky to work with him every day. He has extensive experience in all facets of HR tech and talent acquisition and drives innovation in both of those spaces. His specialties include vendor evaluation and selection, process alignment, system optimization, cybersecurity, and all things Workday. He loves dogs and boats, and he hates spiders. He's the proud parent (laughs) to three absolutely amazing kids, I should say teens and young adults, that, as he likes to say, are exponentially smarter than he is. So welcome, Caleb. Thank you so much. Always the nicest welcome. I could. Uh, I, I pay you well for that, I guess, huh? <laughs> and thanks for uh, having me on um, for the snackable uh, HR side. Um, I just wanted to give, uh, you know, some quick pointers and, and tips Um on you know when you're doing your simple uh, system implementations um you know we've been at this for uh, almost a dozen years now uh picked up a few things along the way um as a practice we're we're agnostic when it comes to the systems and tools but a lot of our skills and projects are uh around the the workday tool um so some of that's going to be more focused on on just our experience with that cuz that's where a lot of it is um, probably the top five things, um, since I know we're supposed to be brief on this and I could pontificate for a long time if left to my own devices, but, um, uh, tip number one is, you know, making sure you understand, um, the implementation partners, uh, in the projects. Um, any, there's a lot of systems out there that have a preferred partner list. Um, and the generally, uh, the preferred partner is the partner of the system, not necessarily the partner of the person purchasing the system. Um, I say that because they're going to do the do uh, the project and configuration as it aligns to the system as they define it for them. Um, you know, part of the preferred partner programs are typically a 
uh, indoctrination and in how they want things done, not necessarily on what works for you as the, the client. Um, you know, so being mindful of that um, and, and being open to, um, you know, outside uh, resources. Uh, we've always used the um, analogy of a like when buying a house, um, you have a seller's agent and a buyer's agent. Your your implementation partner uh, is the seller's agent. It's okay to go out and get a buyer's agent for you because they're just going to protect you in the long run and get you a better product that go live. Um, tip two, uh, managing your timelines. Um, this is huge, um, especially with um, – Managing them at the front end, um, you know, a lot of our, our workday projects, they're, uh, you have workbooks that you need to do, and they never go as quick as you think they're going to go. Um, biggest reason is, is you have a day job. You, you know, most people that are working internally on these projects um, have something they need to do besides um, system workbooks for implementation and, and configuration meetings. So be mindful of that, mindful of that when you're you're signing off on the uh, implementation um, timelines uh, at the beginning and setting your milestones. It'll always take longer than you think. Um, tip three: um, It's your system. Um, you know, you're you're the, you're the one purchasing it. Um, you need the system to work for you. Uh, so when you are laying out your uh, business process review, your foundational meetings, and how you need and uh, you as a business need things to work. Um, that's a really good time to to um, communicate that to um, your partners that are putting it in. Um, you know, I know that there's a tendency to ask best practice. Um, oh, you know, what is this client doing, or you know, what do other clients do in this situation? Um, that's a great question to ask, but also. Um, put that up against will it work for your organization you know each organization has their own culture you know uh, their own makeup on how they do business um you know making sure that you're not um breaking something that doesn't need to be broken or changing something just for the sake of changing it it's important it, it's not a bad time to change things just be mindful of how it's going to play out because you're putting in you know, most times when you're putting in a big system like that, there's going to be a process change or, uh, I don't want to say culture change, but how you do business might change. Um, on top of learning a whole new system, it can be very overwhelming. Um, so being mindful of that when you're designing those things out is, is important because um, you'll have a better system down the road and you'll have better adoption, which is uh, a key component for anything uh, any big projects like this. Um, fourth tip, I would say test test, and, and more testing. Um, everyone hates testing. It's probably the most boring uh, part of a, a system tool, unless, of course, you're one of those unique people that enjoys testing. Um, we have one on our team, and bless their heart. <laughs> they get all the testing, and they enjoy it, and the rest of us doesn't, uh, don't. But um, make sure that the, the um, you have, when you're doing testing, make sure it's as complete as possible, meaning, um, you know, get all the key players in the room uh, as you're going through process. Let managers do the manager tasks. Let employees do the employee stuff. Uh, let the approvers do the approver stuff. 
you will get a, the more people involved in testing, trying to break it, um, and um, you know, doing the process, the more feedback you'll get, and using that feedback to really dial things in is important. Um, so, it, it is least as enjoyable as it is, um, it's really important. Um, uh, last tip I'd have you it, give you is you know making sure that you're 100 uh, percent comfortable with the tool uh, before you sign off and go live. Um, you know most project teams, um, <clears throat> excuse me, most projects will have what they call the minimum viable product. Um, you know that's where this is going to be talked about a lot is getting. You know, your sign-off saying, yeah, this minimal viable product it work, is what works for us. Um, the reason why it's important is once you've signed off on the, the configuration, um, you know, you're going to go live. And then at the end of HyperCare, um, it's going to be yours to manage and, and run. Um, if it isn't, you know, the knowledge transfer hasn't ha happened, it isn't working the way that you intended it to, that hypercare is going to be painful as well as uh, post-hypercare. Um, so, yeah, those are five quick tips um, for, um, you know, running successful implementations, whether Workday or any other uh, ERP system. Um, if you want to talk more about it, um, by all means, reach out to me. You can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Caleb Fullhart, F-U-L-L-H-A-R-T, uh, or reach out to me via email, Caleb at Paradise. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.